Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Today I want to talk about patience in leadership. And as you already know, if you've listened to all the previous episodes, you know that I truly enjoy talking about leadership. I love talking about leading people. It is so fantastic. And part of that is because of my job, right? My job is to connect with amazing people like you, amazing business leaders who are out there making an impact on the world. And my job is to build you up, strengthen you, give you the strategies that you need, not just be the cheerleader, but also give you the proven strategies so that you can go out and be successful. So I practice leadership every single day in the way in which I coach. And so it's just a personal passion that I have. So that being said, I cannot wait to talk to you today about patience. Now of all the things that I enjoy, that being leadership, right? One of the things that I am not great at, and I have to be very honest with you, is being patient. I'm just, I'm not, I am not patient. I've gotten better as I've gotten older. And I can definitely tell you that having children has definitely helped me, okay? Because I can look at them and and they're trying to solve a problem or they're trying to figure it out and I can patiently wait on them to solve that problem for a little bit longer than what I normally would have before they were born. (laughs) But maybe not as long as some of you can wait and, and allow someone to figure some things out. I just, I am always running a little bit faster and I have to purposely make an effort to slow down. But that's just how I work, right? And so if you're high energy and you're focused like that and you're ready to move and and have that pace, then you and I will get along great. And that's exactly how we would work together. So all of that being said, I still want to talk about patience and leadership. Because even though it's not one of my favorite things, I very much appreciate patience in a leader. And I very much work diligently every single day to display patience as a leader. And I already mentioned it to you, you know, having kids really helped me overcome my desire to have things done yesterday. Um, And it's so funny because listening to friends, listening to people that I worked with before I had children, I never understood it. And so if you don't yet have children or you, you decided not to have them, whatever, right? Totally your choice, totally up to you. Maybe it wasn't your choice. I'm so sorry if it wasn't. At the end of the day though, if you don't have children, sometimes you can't get it until you have them. Maybe you have a niece or a nephew or you probably have fur babies and of course they teach you patience as well because they're just like many kids in a lot of ways. So either way, if you have experienced one of those scenarios, family members, your own children, you know, pets, all of those situations will help you understand how to be more patient with your team because you just naturally look at that individual and you love them so much that you're willing to wait and let them learn through it, right? And that's how we need to be with our teams. Now, I'm not saying that you need to look at your team like they're your children, although I will tell you that as you move throughout your leadership career, you're going to find that you're going to look at the the team members at some point and say, yep, they're just like my family. They're like my kids. You know, I'm, I'm taking good care of them. I'm protecting them from anything else that's coming down the pike. I'm going to watch over them and give them the right direction, and I'm going to push them lovingly but I'm gonna encourage them in the right way and help them be successful, right? Just like loving parents do. So 
Again, at some point, you're going to view your team as your family. And you're going to see them through the lens of your pet or your child or your niece or your nephew or your best friend's kid or whatever relationship you're drawing up in your mind right now as I'm talking to you about this. And when you do that, you're going to have the desire to really be patient with them because you care about them, because you want to see them grow through it, because they need to grow through it. And I will tell you that being patient, especially right now with all of the changes that are swirling around us, you know, I don't know about you, but kids are just now going back to school here in this area. My kids are doing virtual learning. It's very tough. And you've got to be patient. I watch the teachers, right, and get, get the kids on Microsoft Teams and they do all the meetings and the teachers are patient because they have to be. Because getting upset will completely derail not just that child's learning, but every child on that meeting, right? Because everyone's going to see it. Everyone is now in tune to the meeting on the screen. Think about it in the same way that you're leading your meetings with your team. Everyone is in tune to you because there's no one else to look at in the room. There's nothing else to really do. They're, they're supposed to have their camera on and they're supposed to be looking at you, right, as their leader. And so if you're not displaying that patience, everyone's going to see it, not just the one person that you wanted to sort of pull to the side and have that direct conversation with. Now, more than ever, you've got to truly have that private, direct conversation because anything less than that will be seen as natural impatience. And so then people will start to question, wow, Katrina really got upset with Sally today. I wonder if I'm next. I wonder if she's going to get upset with me about this that I haven't shared with her yet. Should I share that with her? Should I just wait? You want to not ever create an environment where your people are questioning and, and asking those questions of themselves, right? And that's where patience comes in. That's where you have to be patient enough to say, hey, Sally, um, if you've got a few seconds, I'm going to go ahead and end this call early. I've got a couple of questions for you. Do you mind? Just hang out for just a second. I want to follow up with you on just a few things, right? You say it very casually. Your tone is appropriate. Um, you don't say exactly what you need. You just ask them to hang back for a second. No one's ever going to know because sometimes you're going to ask people to hang back and you're going to say, hey, I just want to tell you, you did an awesome job on this. And you're going to inject some praise on those private one-on-one -on -one times. In addition to the fact that you're also going to inject some tough love. And you're going to give them some candid feedback. Either way, if you do that one-on-one -on -one and you do both of those pathways, then they're never going to say, oh gosh, she only asked me to stay on after if she wants to give me a hard time. I've done something wrong, right? Because then everybody on your team will know, even though you said it the right way, someone's getting in trouble. So that's not anything to do with patience. That just has everything to do with the way in which you want your team to perceive you. Because if you will be patient enough to pull people aside, you will maintain the level of trust that you need to maintain with your team, okay? Now, I read an article pretty recently. It was by David Sluice. It was in Harvard Business Review, and it was called Patience in Leadership, <laughs> right? Pretty simple topic. He talked about a couple of things. I wanted to bring these nuggets to you as part of this discussion, okay? He said that leadership is made up of two types of leadership, task-oriented leadership and relationship-oriented leadership. And we have to strike a balance between both. I really love that 
You know, I talk about relationships a lot, and you'll hear me do that through all these previous podcasts, and I'm going to continue to do that in the future podcasts. But we do. We have to make sure that our team trusts us. And so the example I just gave you was relationship-oriented leadership, okay? But when I pull Sally aside, and I'm, I'm building that relationship, or I'm challenging her to strengthen her, I'm also doing my task-oriented leadership because I'm telling her that she's not delivered very well on the tasks that she's supposed to achieve or she missed the mark, something. Okay, so I'm, I'm building my relationship with her. I'm not embarrassing her in front of the team. I'm also building the relationship within the team because I'm not building any type of precedence for how I handle situations. I'm not blasting someone out in front of everyone else and embarrassing them, right? That's, all of that is relationship-oriented leadership. At the same time, though, the reason why I'm going to keep Sally behind is because I've got to deliver some task-oriented leadership messages that she failed to deliver and hit the mark. So I wanted you to think through that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you have to actually have patience in both areas. Okay, so in the example, the patience with the relationship-oriented aspect was waiting and pulling Sally aside. From a task-oriented perspective, I'm probably having them on a call because I'm asking them to do certain things and I'm asking them to get certain things done, okay? Typically, if I have the entire team together, it's because we're following up on a project or it's our weekly team touch base or whatever it is. And in those discussions, we're talking about the tasks that we need to get done. We're talking about the work at hand. And so inherently, that call is a task-oriented call. That's me being a task-oriented leader. Okay, so think about that. We have to strike a balance with both, though. I can't send you an email now and an hour later send you another email and ask you to do something different. An hour later send you another email and ask you to do a third thing that's very different because that is not patience in a task-oriented leadership perspective. Hello, perspective. Okay, I have to be patient. I have to be able to look at you and say, hey, Sally, how long do you think it's going to take you to do what we just talked about? Okay, it's probably going to take you half the day. Perfect. Can you let me know when you're finished with that? There's a couple of other things I want you to tackle, but I don't want to give those to you until you finish this first one. So you're telling me, it'll, you know, it's 9 o'clock now. You're saying it's going to take till noon, and you probably normally take lunch around noon. So I would expect a, a note probably before you go to lunch, but definitely no later than about 1 o'clock that you're done with that so that I can go ahead and, and give you something else to work on. You see how that happened? That's task-oriented leadership. I'm not giving her a thousand things to do, but I'm also holding her accountable to the fact that we agreed it would only take her in the morning to get it done. Okay, and, but I'm going to be patient with that. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, but Sally, my gosh, that should only take you an hour. Why are you saying it's only going to take you three or four, right? What's going on? Can I ask those questions? I can't. But I've got to do it in a way that builds her up and that shows that Oh my gosh, Sally, you just always take forever to do everything. Why does it take you so long? That's not the approach, right? That's not going to build the relationship, nor is it going to help me get the task completed. Now she's going to be distracted while doing the task, and it's going to take her even longer. So this is where patience comes in. Sally, how long will it take you? Okay, sounds about right. Go ahead and knock that out. Will you let me know when you're finished? i got a couple of other things I need you to, to, to get to work on. But I don't want to give them to you until you finish these other pieces. So go ahead and focus on this project today. Let me know when you're finished. And then this afternoon, we'll walk through the other things that I want you to tackle. And she's going to say, fair enough. 
and that's patience from a task-oriented perspective, okay? The other thing that I would tell you, and this is really important, this is something that I have to do personally, and, and so I'm gonna challenge you today to think about the same thing that I have to focus on. I have to be very self-aware. I have to know which things test my patience. Like, for me, if I have to repeat the same thing three or four times, not because you didn't understand, that's different, but because you were only halfway paying attention or you were playing on your phone or, you know, I just wasn't the priority, okay, I don't have a lot of patience with that because that's just disrespectful in my mind, okay? Or when I get into a situation and we agree on a deadline and it's 15 minutes before the deadline and you shoot me a note to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I had three different things pop up this morning and I thought that I was going to have it done, but I didn't. I, I struggle with that a little bit because my answer is going to be, hey, no worries. Next time, and this is how I show patience, it's how I've learned it. Next time, as soon as one of those issues pop up and it takes you longer than about 20 minutes to resolve it, please shoot me a note and let me know that you're going to be delayed in meeting the deadline and let's go ahead and move it out because I want to make sure that I personally stay focused on all the things that I can do and we reschedule the, the meeting for a time that's best for both of us, right? That's how I show patience. I know that things like that bother me. And so I teach and train. I set expectations. And then whenever that doesn't happen, I don't have to worry about not being patient. I have to very deliberately walk them through the expectations that I've set and then help them understand that it's, it's not because I'm not being patient. It's because they didn't follow the expectations that I set in those instances. All right? So I'm challenging you today to look within yourself and figure out which situations test your patience. So I want you to look internally, and I want you to figure out which things really bother you. I want you to become very self-aware of the situations that really test your patience. Not just in your personal life, you're probably pretty familiar with those, but definitely in your business life, so that you can put parameters around it and you can already think to yourself, okay, when this happens, here's how I'm going to handle it. Because then you've got a frame of reference that you've created while you're calm and you're not frustrated. And then you can just follow the, the path that you've created when you were calm as opposed to potentially making some really bad decisions, okay? And that's why you've got to be patient. You've got to think through what will test your patience. So you don't step out of your normal, solid, strong leadership behavior, all right? Go and be legendary.